0: Hi, I'm Awesome3475, and I work on Dormivelia.
1: Hello, I'm Dorconius Mavakar from Dormivelia, and this is the Sega Lounge.
0: And you're listening to the Sega Lounge.
2: Welcome to the SEGA Lounge, a podcast dedicated to our love for all things SEGA, be it the games, the music, or the community. I'm KC. In each episode, I'll be talking to different guests and sharing their projects and their passion for SEGA. Welcome back to the SEGA Lounge podcast. I hope everyone is doing great this week. More importantly, I hope you are all staying safe out there. In our never-ending quest of getting the Sega Lounge everywhere – everywhere – I'm happy to say that the show is now available on podbay.fm, which is a good place to listen to podcasts on the web, if you'd rather do that than use a mobile device. We're also on TuneIn, and if you're in the US, the UK, Germany or Japan, you can also find us on Amazon Music. Of course, you'll find links to The Sega Lounge on most of the podcast services out there if you go to our website, thesegalounge.com. Feel free to subscribe. It's free. With all the Xbox and PlayStation news in recent days, it's easy to forget about the smaller indie games that are available or will be soon. Last week, I had a blast playing some of the great indie games available as part of this year's Sage event. While many of them were great, and a handful of them really caught my eye, there is one that's worth a special mention, because it's currently seeking funds via a Kickstarter campaign. And that brings us to this week's show. This week's guests are two members of the team behind Dormiveglia, one of my favorite games of this year's Sonic Amateur Games Expo. You should know by now that SAGE is not just about the Sonic fan games and ROM hacks or mods anymore, indie games made up a huge chunk of the demos that were available for people to try out at this year's digital event. When I played Dormi during my first SAGE stream last week, the demo impressed me and everyone watching due to its beautiful visuals, great music, brilliant gameplay mechanics and tight controls. Dormivelia is a 2D metroidvania-style game starring Quinn, the young, whip-wielding hero of Spring Plaza. After their village is ransacked by the mysterious Somnia, Quinn quickly sets out to chase after her. Since the game is currently on Kickstarter trying to get funding for its completion, I reached out to the team to see if they could come on the show and tell us more about the origins and future of this project. Let's have a chat with Darkonia's Mavakar, and awesome 3475 of the Dorby team. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Sega Lounge. Hello, Darkonius and Awesome.
0: Hello. Welcome. Hi, good morning. <laughs>
2: uh, yes, good morning to you, and thank you so much for coming on this show uh, and, and being able to record this so early. So a, a little behind-the-scenes sneak peek. Uh, we're recording this... Uh, at 9 a.m., your time, right?
0: Awesome. That's correct. Yes. yes. It's currently yep. 9 a.m.
2: So you, you could be resting, uh, sleeping a little bit later in a, in a, on a Saturday morning, but you decided to do this. So, yes, I think Thank that, you.
0: Uh, of yeah. course. I mean, like, I just love <laughs> coming out on podcasts. I've been doing it a little more often recently, and I thought this was a great opportunity to take. So I decided to come on. Excellent. Excellent.
2: So, you guys are here to talk about one of my favorite games from this year's Sage. So, so Sage twenty twenty, uh, which is <clears throat> let's try this, dormiveglia. That's it. Is it? I is think it so. Was, yeah.
1: You know what? <laughs> you know what? I, I should be the judge of that, but I, I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you get away with it this time.
2: <laughs> what, what is the correct pronunciation, first of all? <laughs>
1: okay, so it's just in Italian. It's like dormiveglia.
2: Dormiveglia.
1: Because Dormia. the G-L-N-I is like
0: e mm. okay. okay. Dormi Dormiveglia. Dormi veglia. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, That's okay.
0: It. I'm still going to call it Dormiveglia because I'm a plebeian American, but, you know.
1: I mean, to be fair, that just also <laughs> makes it easier to spell.
0: It yes. really does, yeah. It's, yes. it's Yeah, you can definitely understand it more, or like you can definitely spell it out easier if you hear it, hear it as Dormiveglia. Yeah. But anyways. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm definitely I, I, not saying it right.
2: I decided, uh, or I streamed this game uh, on my Twitch channel the other day, and uh, I decided the, to call it "Dorby" from now on. So it's don't yeah, for fair me. you. No, but let's it "Dorbyvelia." I can do it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe we should like add. A, maybe we should add a subtitle to it. You know, like have it Vella and then just half asleep or yeah, you know, or, semi-conscious. Or what if, maybe the or what the, if... the
2: phonetic phonetic spelling of the. The yeah. phonetic pronunciation of the name, maybe, for people, too. Or maybe yeah. you could add, uh, if you have a sound test in the final game, maybe... Yeah, that's what I dar- was thinking. Darkonia's pronouncing the game correctly, yeah. the name correctly. Or like, be, you cli-
1: work. or like you use your mouse to click on the title, and it says it. That's what I was also <laughs> thinking.
2: <laughs> that's a good Easter egg, yes. I like that as well. <laughs> okay, so you're here to talk about that. But before we get into the game itself... Uh, I played the demo, I loved it, people should know this by now, but uh, let's talk about yourselves, the people behind this game. Let's start with Darkonia, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your history with video games, how it all started, for example? Oh
1: man, well, first off, I'm like, uh, first off, I'm from Italy, specifically Sicily, and like, your video games in Italy took up a little bit to pick up. For example, if I recall correctly, I don't think the Super Nintendo or the NES ever actually arrived here in Italy. Like, we started getting actual video games from uh, the PlayStation 1 onwards. Because I don't even think the Nintendo 64 was here, I think. But, like, um, my history with video games started because my father uh, used to, to, like, buy those bootleg consoles that had <laughs> like, oh, a thousand yes games in one, you know, that kind of stuff. Yes. <laughs> and on it, there were like, you know, Mario Brothers, uh, Duck Hunt, uh, and so on and so forth. After a, after a while, uh, I remember that my cousin had a Super Nintendo, and that's where I played uh, Donkey Kong Country 3 uh, and Super Mario All-Stars with uh, Mario World. And then there was a Smurfs game that was very, very hard. Why is it a kid's game? I don't know, but it's a very hard game about the Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> but then the moment where I actually like started to gain some sort of consciousness about video games or like playing them and, and understanding the story they were telling, uh, that all happened with the PlayStation 1. Where my father bought, uh, Crash Free. I remember Crash Free, uh, Spyro Free and, uh, Crash Team Racing and Clonoa. Uh, those were like the first games and, and Miss Pac-Man, Maze Madness, also that. And those were the first game ever played. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, we're here in the podcast to talk about my game and Clonoa is, obviously the biggest inspiration from for, for it because it's like it's an incredibly short but very solid and dense game with a really interesting story that just stuck with me and let's be honest I also cried and it also was a period where I bonded a lot with, uh, with my sister because we used to play video games together so it also has a lot of sentimental value to, to- me. Personally, about great. Crash and Spiral. Spiral, just the visuals in Spiral with the pastel and the poly, like the the polygonal charm, uh, the general sound design, even because collecting gems in Spiral is incredibly satisfying. And again, just the general charm of Spiral really stuck with me, which is also one of the main inspirations for the game itself.
2: Great, great. Those are great games. Great games. Yeah. Uh, so, and by the way, your role on the team is.
1: Uh, I'm I'm the director and the level designer, and okay. just the gen- I also do a little bit of concept art, even though it's not super great, but it gets the job done to get the point across. With what okay. Need to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, I handle the level design and mm-hmm. the, the general structure of of, uh, of the
0: game.
2: Okay, excellent. Now on to you, awesome. Tell us a little bit about your yourself and your history with games, please.
0: Sure. So uh, I grew up and I've been born and raised in California, uh, which is currently on fire, by the way. Uh, so that's been very fun. But I've been, you know, I've been a family of three brothers and uh, at a very young age, my, my father passed, uh, which left kind of my mom in this weird state where we weren't really sure what to do. She wasn't sure if she wanted to remarry or regroup um and video games kind of came into my life at that kind of age not just to be a form of entertainment but I feel like it was also for me and my two brothers to kind of cope or kind of you know deal with the situation while my mom was trying to figure everything out and we have always been Nintendo gamers you know I grew up with a Game Boy Advance and I had the GameCube and then it went to the Wii and then you know and now I have a Switch and a Wii U but Back in the time, it was, you know, I was mainly playing games just to play games. I never really understood much about the story. It was more of something to keep myself entertained, and I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of, you know, amazing titles like uh, old Kirby games and Smash and uh, Mario Party. It It was a blast to play with my brothers, for sure. But as time went on, I kind of stayed in the realm of gaming while my brothers went to go and pursue more things like sports and other things. I, you know, I participated in sports as well. But both my brothers wanted to go competitive, uh, or extremely competitive, and I kind of stayed in the realm of video games and learned about internet commentary, YouTube stuff like that. And I think when I was around 12 or so years old, I found out about a documentary known as the Indie Game: The Movie, and it was great. It was talking about uh, Fez, Super Meat Boy, and I believe oh, yeah, I can't I remember the, that. the last title, but it was it's an amazing documentary that shines a really oh, big light on. Uh, on just kind of like the indie industry right uh mm-hmm. and it taught me something really interesting which was i don't have to be in a giant company or i don't have to be a part of nintendo or you know ubisoft or ea to make a game and from there i started learning how to use my mom's mac to just create simple games using uh an engine called game salad and that was kind of my game design experience you know up to up to that part i took classes i did camps um, but I never really made a game per se, and it wasn't until around I'd say you know last year, when I I met Darko, and uh, well we met a few years back online, and we were chatting, and then he comes to me one day saying, hey, look, I've had this idea for a game for a long time, and I'd like to just you know I'd like to do something with it, I'd like to get it out there, and if I remember correctly, he just said, hey, can you just look at this and tell me if it looks good? Yeah. And I looked over it, and I said. It needs, you know, it needs it needs some fixing up because obviously English is in its first language and I wanted to make sure that it was able to be presented to the best audience that it could be. So I said, hey, let me take a look at this and let me edit it through. And as I was looking through it, I went, this is, this has so much promise and potential. The story is really cool. The characters sound cool. The environment sound great. I mean, it reminded me of a lot of titles that I've been playing recently that left a huge emotional impact on me. Um, I don't really have too many big favorites just because I love so many games. But looking at games like Celeste and Mother 3 and these games that have these powerful and really wonderfully crafted worlds and stories, um, they inspire me to kind of uh, create something that will inspire a generation after me, uh, similar to the ones that you know did the same for me. And yeah. that's kind of been my philosophy with game design for such a long time. So... That's. Uh, I know it's not ma- mainly about how I got into gaming, but it's you know it's also <laughs> about how I got to met Darko, and how yeah. we kind of went further. Um, it's it's a really interesting history, uh, mm-hmm. this, you know, between the two of us because we, literally, we we've never really talked over voice or stuff like that. It's mainly just been over text, over Discord, you know, chatting. I
1: think this is the first time actually.
0: I think this is too. I think I've heard your voice wow. a few times, but I've never really been in a formal call just because uh, you know our time zones don't match up too well um, and I'm usually busy in school or doing work uh, and while he's so asleep. Th-
2: this is the first time you found out how to actually correctly pronounce the name of the game as well.
0: That For is actually first, correct, yes.
2: First on the Sega Lounge, I just wanted you to know say Well exclusive.
1: That's it, I've had enough. Bye.
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> so that's
1: how
2: okay, you say it
0: <laughs> okay bye yeah. all right see ya all right we're done yeah call over and that's all we needed that's all we're we're ties. <laughs> but anyways yeah. uh so yeah that's kind of how that's how this team kind of forms and mm-hmm. uh, after i created you know I, I edited this document a bit we opened up applications uh and i reached out to a few friends and stuff like that but I think Darko mm. can kind of shine more light on uh, yeah, how that went.
1: You know, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because I didn't like, explain how I actually got into game development
2: myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, just more yeah. about games.
2: Be, yeah. go, go right ahead, be my guest. I
1: mean, it's, it's a long, long, I wouldn't say long, but basically when I was, you know, a young lad, uh, my sister had, you know, was buying a new computer, a new laptop, So I took her laptop, so it became mine for a period of time. And on this laptop, I would just, you know, I really liked Mario at that point in time. So much so I had one of those really bad desktop images of Mario tilting his cap all cool and whatever. (laughs) But um, basically, I was looking around for ways to make Mario levels. I really liked the idea of making things that I could, you know, of making levels basically. So after a while, I jumped around various level editors. There was like uh, uh, Mario Builder, there was Mario Forever, Uh, there was a bunch of stuff. But the one that really stuck to me, and I still use it to this day sometimes, that really helped me uh, flesh out and also kind of get a taste for how the level design um, process works was uh, SMBX, Super Motor Bros. Um, I remember using it like I've been using it for 10 years basically. It's been around for 10 years and it's still getting updated. Right now I think the version is beta 4.0. But yeah, with it I have been making levels and learning a lot of things. I, I, I've i met a lot of really great people that really also has have helped me uh, become a you know a better person, or, or just understanding myself better, and uh, you know learning from them how to make a decent uh, game or experience that's enjoyable. And like other than that, there was also me constantly consuming long plays of video games, where I would just hear of a game, search the long play. And start studying footage and just absorbing whatever was, was on. And I've seen a lot of games. And um, and then at some point, the real quote-unquote breakthrough where I actually got into the proper game development, dev- development scene was when Mario Flashback had started getting more and more uh, expansive and popular. Where I proposed myself as a level designer I was accepted as a level designer and even to this day, I still design the levels for Mario Flashback. And the help that Morse, which is another fellow developer that I recommend, and other people have, like, I would not be here without these people. And not like without the team I built up, without the people I've met, I wouldn't be here because they've really helped me a lot. And I could not be any more grateful for it, honestly.
2: That's great. Uh, are, but, are any uh, of them that you kind of connected with uh, over the years uh, helping you out with Dormi Velia?
1: Yeah. Uh, is, uh Gaim, which is the person that animates Quinn and also does uh, other aspects like the Quinn's house and uh, the clock tower entrance. There is a scoop, and she does uh, the tile sets, and some of the assets like the, the rings and, and the crates and stuff like that. There is a melonadem where she does the music, and uh, I think that's it from the flashback environment and SMBX. Cause the others were all hired, uh, in you know, afterwards in different ways, but. Um, speaking of that, in fact, how I built up this team, honestly, I have no idea how I even managed to do it, but <laughs> you know one day, it all started because of a broken clock in my room where I was just you know I was trying to study, but you know I, I was in a, I wasn't in a let's say very happy uh mental situation at the, at the moment. And uh, while looking at the time to see how much time had passed I noticed that the clock was broken. So from that point on I started brainstorming this idea for about three years with uh, a book with notes on the characters, uh, what would happen the environment. The game still didn't have a name. The name came out later, way 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 later on. But The ideas, the core ideas were all there, you know, with the characters, the story, what will happen in the story, how you would proceed through the environment and so on and so forth. So when that happened, after a while, I was like, okay, I've been sitting here with these notes for long enough. I I feel confident enough to try to make a pitch document, open a Twitter account, launch it, with like a pitch, uh, like, you know, like an application form, yeah? With Mm -hmm. an application form uh, with a rather kind of bad artwork that I made to kind of represent the initial starting town. But the amount of applications and and people that were interested after I posted it and like retweeted it and shared with friends, I really did not expect it, like, Mm -hmm. at all. Like uh, one of the lead concept artist for the game, which is Mask Golem, I feel like she's completely nailed the get the story and the visuals and the game I want to portray it as. And I'm really, really looking forward to what's in store for for the future. Yeah, because she's been legitimately a great help. She redesigned Somnia. She designed Umbro she helped uh, redraw the the concept art for Spring Plaza. Mm-hmm. She's like she's really helped a lot. Uh Quinn the funny thing is Somia came into development before Quinn.
0: That's correct. Okay.
1: I already had the idea for what Quinn should be. I wanted the uh, Quinn I wanted them because Quinn is also non-binary. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wanted them to look uh, neutral, you know, gender neutral. I wanted and yeah, and them... drugness, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so on and so forth. And thanks to an artist called Eerie, which unfortunately isn't in the team anymore, because they left on their own accord, uh, they've really helped form the first draft for Quinn. And then mm-hmm. Mask later on took that draft and finalized it. With the help also of uh, Gaim, that does the sprite work for Quinn. So
2: the, team so the, the kinda... first the first character to come uh, to life was Sonia. Then yeah, which yeah, is yeah. who is the main uh, antagonist in the game?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a sorceress, and her motives aren't exactly super clear. But it's definitely she definitely wants really wants those four runes so that she can put the entirety of Elysium into a deep slumber which is also that the code name i had for the longest time for the game project slumber and then became Dormivella, which mm-hmm. the name for the game also came in a very interesting way where we were trying to brainstorm a name which one of the names proposed by a former programmer was uh, which is Yaxmaphone. he said oh let's call it uh, i forgot you know what never mind <laughs> but anyways
0: <laughs> moving but
1: anyways, on moving on. yes <laughs> but anyways so i was like one day i couldn't sleep because i had an exam the next day <clears throat> so i was like oh god how am I, I i can't do this and i couldn't sleep so i was like oh i'm in a state of dormivania you know of course I said it in italian so mm-hmm. i was like wait a second that that's perfect and so i like I took the mobile. I I typed it. I, oh, okay, I got it. Let's just call it this this way. And you know, people were all on board because it was relatively short. It was relatively iconic, and it just encapsulated the the, the game's themes and mm-hmm. and environments and the story in general that I would like to. Hopefully, if the Kickstarter goes well, be able of telling.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, for those. Who are not familiar with the word it means half asleep or semi-conscious right to be in this state of yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> or dormiveglia right awesome <laughs> it's basically
1: <laughs> I mean almost every
0: day
2: <laughs> yes
1: yeah okay it's basically a combination of two italian worlds words where dormi means to sleep and veia means to be awake so it's like
2: poof,
1: okay together yeah it's
2: it's sleep yes. awake. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about um why you decided to go into Kickstarter to fund this project. Um I always like to ask this when when people who have Kickstarter projects going uh, come on the show because not always the the answer is the same. Why Kickstarter? Why not a different route to fund the game?
0: Um that was mainly due to uh, a team decision, mm-hmm. but uh, I know yeah, that there was
1: a lot of discussion. Yeah, yeah, there
0: was, yeah, a, there was a lot of discussion we went through, pull. and and Darko wanted to uh, look at Patreon as well, and we're still looking at Patreon in case of the yeah. unfortunate event that uh, Kickstarter doesn't go through. Um, yeah, but from a personal perspective, because I voted for Kickstarter, it's mainly because of consistency. Mm-hmm and having like one big budget to work off of we definitely know of a lot of other developers who have been kind of infamous for using patreon and then not developing their game um you know just kind of sitting on a on a constant income and then never really finishing anything and i personally just wanted to get this done and get this finished because i want to see it out on shelves you know i don't want it to be just sitting and being kind of the talk of oh well it's 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 coming out and eventually, yeah. you know, or it'll come up eventually. And you know, it's not that there are games that haven't been successful off of Patreon. I mean, there's definitely uh, another indie game that was presented at Sage last year. Pizza mm-hmm. Tower is doing very well, and it's been getting a lot of steady progress and updates, and it is running off of Patreon. But uh, I personally worried that our artists might be uh, overworked because, yeah. yeah, because you have to have some sort of pledge. Uh, reward right and that means that every month something had to happen instead of just a one time thing and uh, obviously art is one of the things that you could do for uh, as a reward so we thought well we can't have our artists constantly making more art if we need them to make art for the game and they might get burnt out and they might Mm. leave so we just we wanted to make sure that uh, while it was a little bit more strenuous in terms of like designing a full boss or designing a full NPC, that's it. It's one and yeah. done, right? Yeah. Um, and it also has incentive to be uh, put into the game. Uh, so that's that's the reasons on Kickstarter. I still think that we you know we have a few things that we want to continually add to our Kickstarter. Oops. Like we added uh, an extra tier recently. Uh, we mm-hmm. might want to talk about adding more slots or anything like that because obviously our limited slots have brought in a lot of money but we're still at a at a part where we still need like a good we amount of money and it's probably not, so. not the, the biggest despite, the, the higher yeah.
2: tiers that bring you the biggest amount of money right because it's the the small pledges probably a, a biggest number of small pledges will probably get you more funding than those higher tiers well
0: that's the that's the interesting part because when we had a an $100 tier for designing an NPC to put into the game, we only had five slots because we thought, well, you know, that's it, might not be super mm-hmm. popular. And they were gone in two days. Oh. So we, we, you know, we, we looked back at that and said, well, that gave us a lot of money. And then we need to, you know, we should go back and we should go and add more. And I personally think that the higher two rewards have actually carried most of this uh, so far. And I was worried because it didn't even account for 10% of our. Um, of our final mm-hmm. goal you know so yeah, because, uh, we we're like, gonna, just gonna have a bunch of people pledge for nearly nothing or you know nothing interesting mm-hmm. so i thought well we've got we've got to add more tiers and i'm still thinking we should add more tiers but that the is, thing is adding
1: more tier also means having of course a lot more responsibilities but also being able of delivering and making sure that we can actually manage doing them it's it's a it's a hard balance to strike, and the issue is also because unfortunately, the game, despite having a great reception, like a lot of people seem to be loving it, we're getting a lot of feedback that we're taking into account. We're uh, you know just in general, people really, really, really seem to be on board mm-hmm. with the game, but we just haven't managed to get off the. We still haven't managed to get the right push in exposure to get out of the circle and to not fall under the radar of people, yeah. so to yeah. speak.
0: We've Yeah, we've still been in the spotlight for the most part, but we thought that Sage would be a great place to advertise ourselves, and the thing is yeah. that we weren't super popular to begin with. We didn't really have a name for us just yet. And yeah. um, that kind of leads into other things as to why we haven't really been mm-hmm. picking up. Um, fortunately, We've been contacting a lot of different streamers, and actually, uh, last night yeah. I got Vine Sauce, who's a very popular streamer on Twitch. Um, he, you know, he finally responded back and said to be willing to <laughs> play through a pack of Sage games yeah. that we've compiled, including our game. So we just have to hope that the reception is good there. And, and the vetting team <laughs>
1: actually puts it in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the vetting team will put it I, in. I, I, think, I don't think there's I think any problem that, with
2: that. That people who play the game. Uh, I I I just I'm just saying this because of the reception during my stream. People were loving the visuals. People were loving the music, uh, the the gameplay. I especially was loving it because I was playing uh, the game myself. But uh, people were really excited uh, about watching me lasso things and whipping things. So I think who people who actually see the game in action uh, will probably be very excited about this. So that that's just a case of getting the game out there people to 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 watch some stream or some video of it and I think that the pledges will come that's that's just my perspective at least right right but that actually leads into another question I had uh you decided to uh, you know to 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 go to Sage this year to try to showcase your game there why uh did you make that decision were you familiar with Sage before
1: uh, it's all, it, it all started with me technically because I already have had joined Sage a, a lot, um, like plenty of times, mm-hmm. especially with Flashback, and, and and stuff. So I was like, yeah, this is a great opportunity to get noticed because Flashback always gets a lot of exposure. Uh, you know the, the sheer quality of, of the game, also that and an effort that we're all putting into the game, and Sage. Having a lot of uh, people, like some call me Johnny, that are great YouTubers slash streamers uh, that put a lot of great content and are relatively popular. So I thought we should make a demo that's relatively small and dense that showcases the game, the general vibe and idea of it, and sending it over to Sage so everyone was on board and so after like a year we started in february of last year i think mm-hmm. and after a year later here we are and we're in this conversation yeah, yeah okay
2: <laughs> yeah this year sage was a particular tricky one because of the sheer amount yeah, of games sense. and and uh, demos that people could try out right so Not so that sure. was a challenge yeah. Lots of great people. Yeah, that was a challenge as well, I think. But uh, I was uh, drawn to the game because of the name, to be honest. That's Because I That's I, I, you know, I wanted fair. to stream some games. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went over the list of, of games. Uh, actually, we had um, Carson, Neo Hazard, on, on the show a couple of weeks back. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we, we were talking about some of the games. He, he told us we would have like over 200 games to to, to try out. Um, and that's a bit overwhelming, right? So when you look at all the yeah. boots, it's hard to pick which ones you want, to, you want to try first or you want to try, right? For sure. So I wanted to yeah. showcase some of them on stream. I went over the list. Yours um, caught my attention because of the visuals, because of the name, first of all. And that's why I tried it, and I'm really glad I, that I did. But I, I, I'm i thinking that's probably one of the reasons why it's hard to get some exposure when there are so many, so many yeah. demos available for people to try out, right?
1: And like, you know, I know that we're supposed to be talking about our game, but I do believe that you should also check out uh, all the other sage games like uh brock the crocodile or, or starbuster uh gun uh spectral escape um shield cat like fetch the perfect i think a lot of great yeah, games that's oh, true. for sure
0: I, I think this year's like heaviest hitter for independence yes. or indie games i think is honestly i've advent neon i think that game has been talked about a lot oh yeah that too and- I mean, like the fact that it's solo dev is amazing. Mm. It is yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible, like the yeah. amount of talent that's at Sage mm-hmm. this year. And I'm glad we could be a part of it. um yeah, it's yeah, uh, we were I was a little bit worried about Sage because we didn't have our name really out there, you know, for super uh, for super long. you know, we've been putting out a lot of posts and tweets, but this is our first time going public for a build. and there was there was a lot of like concerns and you know thoughts that I had, and I'm glad it's been received really well, but I honestly, it's interesting that you said that the name definitely like, caught your attention yeah. because I think it actually does the opposite for a lot of people because it's not it's a non-English name. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that it, that is part <laughs> of the appeal for some people. I just thought it would, it would also be the opposite direction. It, it probably you know, I was is. Yeah.
1: That the, I was hoping that the golden glint on the title would have attracted people. <laughs> they would be like, Oh, Shiny, I'm going to click on that. <laughs> and they get a virus that makes them download the game. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. I, what actually I learned is that um, having our protagonist Quinn not face the camera mm-hmm. is a huge uh, thing that we need to get solved for yeah. the next uh, title. We had
1: the reason to do that, but uh, unfortunately, it doesn't exactly translate well. I,
0: no. I I I'll i was talking I'll be honest.
2: From a, from a Portuguese person point of view, for a person who's who English is not their first language, so I I looked at the name the the first thing that i thought was this isn't an italian word probably so and i associated <laughs> with with or Roman yeah language, sleeping right. right because dormi in in portuguese Dormant, dormir right. to sleep same thing so right. uh, i i uh, that's my my first thought when i when i looked at uh, at the the title then i thought the right. purplish look of it of the the you know, the, the 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 picture that you guys picked for the the booth yeah by
1: yeah, right. it's, it's made by all again the big concert artist Masked Golem. Mm-hmm. and again she did an amazing job with
2: yeah the, and i, I associated with you know, with sleeping some, yeah. with uh, dreaming uh with n- nights for some reason Lucid yeah dreaming, nights kinda. with cloe as well that's a good a good uh you know a, oh yeah a point yeah, that yeah, you definitely. you actually made before so in all of that together actually made me want to try the game. I'm really glad that I did. Really glad that I did. Yeah,
0: I'm glad, and I hope I hope more people will take that opportunity to yeah. Um, yeah. to try it out themselves. Again, it's not very long, um, so we hope that we at least get a good mm-hmm. taste of what we want you to experience. I mean, if you're uh, speed for the final running game.
1: it, if you're speed running it, you can complete it in like mm. three minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. by the way, let's we're. we're taking a quick break
2: in in a short bit, but let's, uh, before we go, let's talk a little bit about that. First of all, uh, we're recording this uh, on the last day of Sage, Uh, but people are listening Uh, to to, to us, listening to the the episode after Sage is over. So, will the demo be available for people to try after that, after Sage? Of course, yeah. How can people get that? uh, The
1: demo... The demo is always, always, always available in both on itch.io and on the Kickstarter page itself. And on both pages, there is also a press kit that has high resolution images of uh, some of the artwork. In fact, we added a new one that we're probably going to announce soon, which is going to be, you know, this is going to be a week after. So it's like in the past (laughs) where we're talking now. right <laughs> and like uh and it also has a document with contacts mm-hmm. like the the email of the game uh my discord the discord of the of the of the, mm-hmm. the game the official discord and so on and so forth uh the demo is always awesome. available in on both websites so you know you, you can just go and yeah. click it it also has links to the twitter to youtube uh, mm-hmm. and so on mm-hmm. and
2: so forth. the other question was um you have a competition going on like um a speed oh, yeah, yeah. running competition. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Well, awesome is the speed person, so he's, he's <laughs> going to talk about that.
0: Sure, I'm, I'm free to talk about that. So, me myself, I forgot to talk about a little bit about how I love speed running and how speed running games has always been kind of fun for me. Not really like big titles, fast. but I do I do like going yeah. fast and platforming games that encourage going fast are good platforming (coughs) games. Um, So I, you know, from the, from the very beginning of the game, I thought, well, how, how can we make this game fast, right? How can we add speed elements to it? And I thought, well, another great way to get publicity or, you know, uh, get some word spread around is to probably open up a contest. So people might not be able to uh, purchase the game for, you know, for a Kickstarter right now, but incentivizing them with, Hey, maybe you can, you know, you win a copy of the game. Um, that we felt like was a good idea to start with at mm-hmm. least. And we basically have a competition going on, which we have a few participants. Uh, we hope we can get more for some competition, but basically uh, we want the players to run through the game as quickly as possible. And from there, uh, the fastest time we will win a free copy of the game if we get funded. So when the game gets released, um, they will receive a copy of the game for free. Yep. And one of our, uh, Kickstarter backer rewards is basically a um, a color palette that you can uh, you can unlock and find within the game. So they would be able to design their own um, color palette, okay, uh, based upon whatever mm-hmm. they like.
1: And this is why we sent it at Sage because we go fast. Therefore,
0: this is a Sonic game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: I I see what where you're going with that. Yes, yes. Uh, that's a good point. Of course, <laughs> gotta go fast.
0: We might actually. We might actually update the game a little bit to add some uh, quality of life add some other speed tech or you know more affordances for using speed tech mm-hmm. so that might be coming yeah. in the future we just have to see what our devs are doing or uh, what our programmers yeah. are doing
1: it, yeah it really depends also on just the general direction the kickstarter is mm-hmm. going because we like in the unfortunate case where the kickstarter doesn't work uh we're probably going to change the demo so that it's updated Mm -hmm. properly. Level design changes, quality of life changes. Like, oh, you know, one of the ideas was to actually give Quinn the ability to uh, press down and jump to go through platforms, which you can't do that. It's not vital, but, you know, it's just a quality Mm -hmm. of life Mm -hmm. thing. We, uh, there are
0: some other big changes that some people have brought to our attention, like our boss Umbro being a little bit too tanky or slow. Um, some things people are a little bit confused about why they can't use the whip in the air, or why they, you know, there isn't any the general last tutorial. Last one, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the last mm-hmm. though in the air, right? So we're we're still working all that out, and we plan on um, updating the game, coming as, back
2: as t- time goes, right?
0: Yeah, as time mm-hmm. goes on, but the problem is right. So. One of the big reasons why we went to Kickstarter was because um, Darko has been paying out of pocket for most of the for (laughs) like all the development, and And, uh, unfortunately they can't. Yeah, we can't. We unfortunately cannot continue Mm -hmm. to do that. Um, And as much as I'd like to stay on the project, um, I I can't pay out of pocket either. Um, It's not something I can afford currently. I'm you know a college Mm -hmm. student, and I don't want my parents to pay for something that. Um, is not something that they're really a part of yeah, per se. Yeah. So makes sense. Uh, that's why we're really praying for the uh, the Kickstarter to go through. Excellent, excellent.
2: Okay, so we we've learned a lot about Dormivedia, uh. But
0: nailed it, nailed it.
2: <laughs> uh, but <laughs> nailed it. Uh, we'll we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we'll do something different. So you're here, guys, not just to talk about uh, the game and the Kickstarter, but every time someone comes on the Sega Lounge, they have a surprise or we have a surprise for them. So stick around oh, okay. to find out what that is.
1: Oh, God, please help us. He's holding us hostage. We didn't agree to, <laughs> to this. Not entirely incorrect
2: there. You are not that far off from oh, God, there, the okay. correct
0: thing. Oh, God, he gave Quinn a gun. Oh, no, no, that's even worse. Oh, no,
2: he's here. Oh, no, he's here. Stop the recording. Stop the recording now. Uh, This this shall not go out into the world. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Tired of listening to the same music on the radio over and over again? Wouldn't it be great if you could have a station that played your favorite Sega music and remixes 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Luckily, there's Radio Sega, an online radio station dedicated to the best in Sega and Atlas music. And you can request your favorites at any time. Plus, Radio Sega has live shows including a first-hand preview of the Sega Lounge. You can find the full schedule of shows and listen to the station by going to RadioSega.net. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Welcome back. We have Darkonious and Awesome here from the Dormy team.
1: Yeah, I'm awesome, of. and he's... he's yes, you're <We're> both awesome. You're both awesome,
2: in in a sense.
0: I'm both, yes. 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 Except I'm also... I'm also... Uh, 20, yes, so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's
1: what that's what the number two in your nickname is. Wait,
0: you don't uh, have a two, a, you have a three. No, no, it's, it's a three, a four, it's and a seven, a five.
2: 3,475 so. <laughs> times. Uh, that's a lot of awesome. Yes,
0: yes. exactly. I... I came up with that username by mashing my hand <laughs> on my keyboard, I'm going to be honest. When I was like six, making a Club Penguin account. I spelled oh, awesome man. wrong, by the way. <laughs> okay.
1: <but laughs> you know, I like the fact that uh, I'm making like both my nickname and my game are impossible to pronounce for people.
2: Really? Of course. Diaconius is, yes. is difficult. It's like Diaconius Mava- Yeah, Mabakar. Ah, it doesn't mean yeah.
1: anything. It's like my nickname doesn't actually mean anything. I just, I, I was a, I, I was a kid and I was like, I want a cool sounding nickname. So I was like, <laughs> Dark, oh, that's cool. The M is a cool letter and, and the K, oh my God. So I was like, I'll put them together and there you go. <laughs> a, a pronounceable <laughs> nickname that doesn't mean anything.
2: Awesome. Oh, amazing, wow. amazing. Okay, so guys, you're here to talk about Darby Velia. We will talk about the game a little bit more, but first. It's time for the Sega Lounge Challenge.
0: Now that you know our guests, it's time to put them to the test. It's the moment we've waited for, and the moment they dread. Welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge.
2: (laughs) Goodbye. Yes, that would be smart. <laughs> we, that we, would we be left. smart, but that's too—it's too late for that now. You're here. You're—you're you're not leaving. Every time we have a guest <laughs> you know of what? the Sega Lounge, we have a challenge for them, and it can be anything. Sure. Uh, I know you're not very familiar with with Sega, so this this time I will not have a Sega-related challenge. I did something specifically for you, okay. which is—you well, uh, you were part of Sage Twenty Twenty the 20th anniversary of Sage. But how well do you know all the other indie games available for people to try out this year?
1: I I didn't play them all,
2: but yeah. That's the question here. So uh, what I have in front of me are 10 questions. They're all multiple choice questions, so you'll have three options to choose from. Uh, I will tell you something about the game you'll have to tell me which one of the options is the correct game the the game that is I'm referring to you can either play this okay. co-op okay or one against the other so it's your your
0: call you know, i'm down I, for I, a little I, competition
1: i mean i, I guess <laughs> i mean I, I don't i just don't want to <laughs> you know i just i i hope i don't i'm not going to sound like I thought he played the game. Why doesn't he know this? I I, I tend I, I tend to, I've been very scatterbrained lately, so I forget things very easily sometimes.
2: So, one against the other, yeah, oh, yeah, we, yeah. We can competition. Do competition,
0: yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm down yes. for competition. Just go one second. Let Let me just look up. Uh, let me just go onto the Sage <laughs> website. Don't mind me. I'm going to go download every single yes, game. Yes, you
2: can do it now. the The website is up, so <laughs> now you you you'll be able to
1: yeah it stabilized finally after just going on fire i'm still using the backup website
0: yeah it was it was literally down for what i think like 22 hours or something like that like (laughs) three three days days. yes yes three days
2: yeah okay so the thing is since we're doing doing this um you know it's it's easy for people to just uh go on the sage website and, and look up the games we'll have a timer question number one
1: it's the B.
2: <laughs> it's a, It's option B. Is that your final answer? Okay. No. Question number one is, in this <laughs> game, you play as a red-colored animal and fight against the kingdom of Honeypot. Well, that's cro-
1: Brock the
2: Crocodile. Wait, wait. I, I sure. need to tell you the, the options. Sorry. Option A, Brock the Crocodile. Oh. <laughs> option B, Havoc Fox. Option C, X-Girl. And Now we have. Oh
1: wait. Okay, no red red animal. That's Brock. I haven't played Axe Girl, and that's not an animal, even though it's a human, which is technically a monster. Oh, so
2: but, Brock the crocodile, uh, awesome. Your answer. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for Brock the Crocodile as well. Final answers. Locked in. Final answer.
2: Locked in. I guess. And you are both correct. One point each. Well done. Well done! Oh,
1: yeah. You know why? You know why I answered Brock? Not only because the red animal, which both games have, because Havoc also has a red animal, but uh, Honey, the the, the yes. demo stage is like the spaceship. Yes. Honey
0: right.
2: Princess yeah. Cassandra right. Honeypot, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
2: yeah. question number two: A two D platformer inspired by the likes of Mega Man ZX and Freedom Planet. In this game, you play as either Gray or Venice. Is it A. Advent Neon, B. Astral Blitz, or C. Havoc Fox?
1: Hold on, what's the options again? Advent Neon,
2: Astral Blitz, or Havoc Fox?
0: I'm locking in Havoc Fox.
1: I'm gonna say Havoc Fox, because Astral Blitz doesn't have a lot of gameplay, and I don't remember the first option. Advent (laughs) Neon. Yeah, Haven't one no, character. So. Not, so
0: final yeah. answers. Yeah, so
2: it's uh, havoc, havoc fox. fox. Yeah,
0: havoc fox. Yes.
2: Yeah, that is correct as well. Both correct. So All right. one point oh, for each. Good. Oh, it's a tie. Two, Two points. points each right now. So mm, it's a
0: tie. maybe we should do. We, maybe we should do one where we can't look at the answer or we can't look on the website. Uh, so it, I don't
2: have the website open. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, so you're stealing my answers. <laughs> I see.
2: Okay, question number yeah, I, three. I, Let's go Let's go make it a little bit faster this time. Ch- chosen by a magic cloth. The protagonist of this game must face a gang of evil dogs trying to conquer the world. Is it A, Neon Rue the Super Cat, B, Paperball, or C, Shield Cat? What's
1: the question again? Chosen by a magic
2: cloth. The protagonist must face a gang of evil dogs trying to conquer the world. The protectus protagonist was chosen uh, by a magic cloth. Nian Roo, paper paperball, shield cat.
1: I think it's the I think it's the first one.
0: Hmm.
2: So option A. I think I,
0: it's the first I, one. I don't I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Shield Cat because I heard dogs. I'm is gonna antagonist. say the first one. Nienru
2: the, Roo, the one, super yeah. cat, first... paperball, shield cat. Yeah. Which one? Oh
0: there Nian, are three cats. The, the cat. Oh, the no. first one, Neander. awesome. Well, I'm gonna log in on C because I want I okay. want to split.
2: Times up. So I say A. A for Darkonius and C ah. for awesome.
0: Right?
1: Because a friend of mine worked on Paperball, and that doesn't have that. And uh, the other oh, option. Oh, so you have insider knowledge. I see
0: you're cheating already.
2: Right? <laughs> uh, I see. I, so <laughs> and, uh, mm. the, and I can yeah. tell you that Paperball is not the correct answer. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that
2: means one of you got one point. But the other got nothing. The correct answer is. We just mentioned. Sh- Ro, the Supercat. That's the correct ah, answer. So one it, point for it, Darkonius. It. Well done. Shieldcats look <laughs> really good. 3 2. Yes, 3 2. All right. Okay. Okay. We have. Uh, we're still in question number four. Question number four a game entirely about speed which is inspired by Sonic games as well as Rayman Legends your goal is reaching the end of the level as fast as possible while looking cool and stylish doing it option a Nina Seasons of Adventure option b Chrono Venture option c Go Go Pogo Girl It's the first one which again I forget Nina, the name
1: because Nina Seasons I, I, of I Adventure I
2: love... Yeah
0: Yes. Yep. I'm. Lo- I'm locking in on Nina's as well.
2: Final answers. Yeah. Yes. Lock in. You? in.
0: you are both.
2: So close, but ah. Uh, unfortunately. Is it really not? No, It is. It is correct. Both are correct.
0: Okay. <laughs> see. <laughs> How dare Four you. three.
2: Four three. Right now. This is. This is close. You dare
1: challenge me? <laughs> awesome. You fool.
2: Apparently, yes. I do. Let's see what happens in question number five. Although a demo is playable at this year's Sage, this game has already been released a few months ago and is available on wow. Steam and the Nintendo Switch. Yep. Option A. Yep, I know what you're Light talking Light the about. Monkey 2. Option B. Polyroll. Option C. MIDI and Melody. B. Dar- I said B. says B.
1: <laughs> polyroll. Polyroll? Yeah, I say polyroll.
0: Well, it's on Steam, so yes, I'm gonna agree with Polyroll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can just do that!
0: I can just cheaters, do that. I was told cheaters. I can use my resources.
1: <laughs> I'm not looking at, at
2: anything. That is the correct answer. Polyroll, yes. Uh they were on the show back in February, actually. Yes. Really? Yes. First episode of the current right. season of the Sega Lounge. We have the Polyroll guys here. Okay, that's the correct answer. So that means five four. Five for Darkonius, yes, four for the Cheat, I mean for awesome. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind
0: me. <laughs> Don't I, I already I already took a point down. I, I'm just I'm just trying to keep up here now.
1: I'm sorry, you have lost your video,
0: right? <laughs> I've lost, my li- I've lost my living <laughs> privileges, apparently.
2: <laughs> We're halfway there. Five questions to go. Let's go to number six. Oh, so
0: it's yes, 10, it's
2: 10. Okay, I see. Question six. Destructive robots are running rampant across the world. You play as Nadine, who fights to save the world while searching for her creator. Option A, Nova the Squirrel 2. Option B, Outclass Hunter. Option C, Prototype N.
0: Prototype N. Yep, prototype N. Are you guys sure? Cool game, by the way. Cool then. yeah I'm, I'm uh, gonna yeah, go yeah. with that. Final
2: answers? Yeah.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Yep. Not yes. even
2: ten seconds long. Yeah, so that is correct. <laughs> there is no yeah, tension. No tension. So good, good job. And for Nadine. And for Nadine. That's true. That's true. I love this one as well. I played it uh on the same stream that I played. Yeah, it's great. Um uh, yeah. that, yeah.
0: you can definitely tell yes. its influences and it's it's shiny. Very, well. very good, very mm-hmm. good job.
2: There. Okay. Question number seven. Mm. This high speed racing game hides an Easter egg if you click its logo in the title screen. A shooting game. So if you click the logo, it reveals a shooting game. But it's a racing game. So yeah. option A, Rocket Hat. Option B, Victory Heat Rally. Option C, Starburster.
0: I'm going to go with Victory Heat Rally.
1: Mm, yeah. Same, Victory Heat Rally, yeah.
0: Final answers. Which by the way is also an amazing game, even if yeah. it's not right. It's still an amazing game. Yeah. yeah. What it has.
1: <laughs> I haven't tried it actually, but yeah, I'm going to say that because it seems like So light. you
2: you think that when people click the Victory Heat Rally logo in the title screen it reveals a shooting game.
0: I think Maybe. so. I wouldn't be. I mean, it's a, it's a racing game, so that's that's my S- thought on it, at mm-hmm.
1: least. And Starbuster isn't a racing game, so.
2: That's what I thought too. Actually, none of the others are. Victory Heat Rally is the f- the correct answer, of course. Yes, oh, okay. yes, and it's great because when you do that, uh, play this actually on the same stream as I played Derm- Dermy Valley as well. Uh, it you click you click the logo, it says well, now Victory Heat Rally, it. I need to the shooter, the shooter, or something. And then you have to shoot. You, ha- you use your mouse to shoot the the cars that are racing past the 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 screen. And each time you you shoot, um, the the bullet sound is a person doing choo choo poo. Uh When you need to reload, it's chik chick. You know, it's just a person doing all <laughs> the not, sounds. That's
0: pretty funny. And I think I think the build that I have of the game is actually doesn't have the. Uh, it's. I think the first it.
2: the first build had it. The second one doesn't. Um, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. probably what
0: happened which, which I can reminds send it to you, that you, we also you wanted wanted
2: to. but it but it's great Thank
0: which you.
1: reminds me I, we also wanted to put a an Easter egg in our demo, but we didn't have time where if you if you typed in s l. a p p y you get slappy, Lappy, which replaced the whip, replace the whip with a sticky slappy <laughs> hand You'd <find laughs> around. which would
0: have yes. been amazing by yes. the way. <laughs>
1: The sprites are actually in the game. We didn't just oh, have time to make the code.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and, and then you'll have to have the, the other one, which is clicking the the name
0: will have the, that, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the
2: correct pronunciation. Yes.
0: Dormivella,
1: now with 200% more <laughs> Easter eggs.
0: Clicking the name causes the title screen to just collapse. <laughs> it there is mean, no game, game over. Yes, it's over. Game over.
2: Okay. So, we're at question 7, which means we have uh, 7 for Darkonia, 6 for Awesome. You need to catch up, Awesome. What's happening? Three questions left. I don't know. Three questions left. Question 8. The main character in this game is the Guardian of Chamomile Forest, who is awoken by ghosts stealing all the tea. Option A, Project Butterfly. Option B, Bat. Option C, Spectral Escape.
0: T-Bat. B. T-Bat? B. B for T-Bat. Yeah, T-Bat, yeah. <laughs> t. I so, choose T. T. T for... Cool game, by the way, also. I actually yeah. got a chance to play it's that a, one, too.
1: It's really... It's, I love that game. It's like, general aesthetic. It feels like a, an old uh, 90s hangout game yeah. where you hang out with friends and explore.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. I'll vibe. be honest. I, I it's suggest... always good
0: to see new, like, collect ones yeah, played too. the
2: I, I was going to play it, um, and I played this, but I, I wasn't expecting much of it. I thought it was yeah, it's cool looking. When I started playing, I got so addicted to collecting all the teapots, and it's oh, yeah. really I... it, it controls controls really really well. So it's it's amazing, and you ha- get and all the, those thing, different th- of as well.
1: Also, oh yeah, yeah. What I also love is that it has dynamic music. Yes, and I, true. And I, love, I love dynamic Her. music so much. <laughs> and another thing is. Since I love collectathons, I was collecting all the teacups, but I didn't realize that they respond. So <laughs> when I went back screens, I was like, huh, did I
2: forget some teacups? And I just recollected them
0: again. That's the whole yes, feel of collectathons. Yes, it's great.
2: Very good game. Okay. Two questions left. Let's do something different now. So since things are so, you know, tight, almost it's almost a tie uh, if you think about it. So. For the next two questions, I will not give you any options.
1: What is this? Banjo Kazooie? <laughs>
2: uh, let's, let's, see. let's see. Don't call me a witch. This is a fast paced action platformer. <laughs> Question number nine. This is a fast paced action platformer where a droid and a lizard slash and grapple their way across the galaxy. Oh. <laughs> Think about it before you answer because.
1: It's Starbuster. If you.
2: Tell the answer to it's the just, other person. They don't have options. So, if you want to give the answer to the other person, you can. But think about it.
0: That's, that's all I'm saying. Well, I play. I it, played Starbuster as well. So.
1: Yeah, it's it's also very. So your answers. It's,
0: it's 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 hard because you're 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 nailing all <laughs> the games that I played. So the answer is here for you,
2: for both of you. Starbuster, Starbuster. Yeah. That's so correct. I had Starbuster. Yen's World or Super Mombo Quest quest has the options. The correct answer is obviously Starbuster. One point for each. Oh yeah. So that l- leaves us with one final question. Will Christ. darkonius currently with nine points, nine for nine actually, get the win? Or will awesome tie this up?
0: Who knows? Question
2: number ten. No options again. And again, think about it before you say anything. I'll give you some time to think about it. The main mechanic of this game is the frog character's tongue, which you can use to oh, manipulate oh, oh. objects as well as to pick up and throw enemies.
0: Where's Do you closet? guys
2: know. Can it, can it yes. rubata, rubata.
1: Rubata. Rubato. It's rubato.
0: <laughs> I also play, <laughs> which
1: is also a really good game that you should go try out.
0: I don't understand how you managed to gra- hit every single game I played, but
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the correct answer. But yeah, it's like, you you, uh,
0: you could have caught you could have caught me off guard with like uh, Saga of the Mouse or Soul Iron I, tail. I, it I like, did, Oh God, I, I, don't I know didn't these. know which
2: ones you played. So I uh, some of them some of them yeah. that I, I have here I d- didn't play, so I I just threw them. In here so i played this one Rub- how do you say this rubato rubato i think it's rubato, rubato. The, fa- rubato. the funny thing rubato. is that's
1: also an Itali- yeah. the funny thing is that's also an italian oh. word oh i spoke to the lead developer that i spoke to the lead developer and they said that the, they, they called it rubato because it sounds like a frog ribbit
2: ah it does okay
1: but in Italian, it means in Italian it means stolen, but it
2: doesn't oh, actually Oh, rubato! Have to okay, like that kind of makes sense a little Portuguese. bit for the okay, plot, yes, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yes.
1: I don't know, actually.
2: Okay, hmm. interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Very good. So that means Darkonius is the winner of this amazing ah. challenge. Ten to nine. Give me yes. your money.
0: All the money. Can we, can we play on golf rules where less <laughs> points
2: is better? <laughs> yes. Uh, so. All right. yeah, the correct uh, winner is definitely awesome thank, thank oh, you no. for that wire transfer right. awesome <laughs> um, loving the money you're yes. welcome uh, <laughs> of, course, okay.
0: of course I'm, 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 I'm directly siphoning yes, Kickstarter bots, yes, so don't worry yes, about
2: it I see that I can see that <laughs> okay so you guys get the Sega Lounge seal of approval which I will send to you after we are done here uh, it's thank really you. a thing
0: incredible yes we will proudly place that you our should you should actually,
2: actually you should place that on the box of the game or on the title screen whatever <laughs> uh okay so First. let's let's go back to uh dormivedya for a little bit uh before First. we go mm-hmm. so this kickstarter project is active uh, until the 5th of october if i'm not mistaken 4th 4th of Fourth. october yes okay. yeah yep. uh and people can can um actually just let me just. Oh, I see. I see the thing. It's fifth for me, because of my time zone. <laughs> fourth for you. No, yeah. Fourth I, for you. I hate That's time it. Zones. So
0: it's... Yeah, Zoriko has been having a lot of fun learning about American time zones.
1: <laughs> Listen, I had to wake up at six a.m. to publish the entire thing before Sage started.
0: <laughs> yes, it's it, it's I actually. Will re- re- I
1: will remove at time 4:32 zones. It's four thirty-two
2: a.m. My time zone, BST. That's when the the. The, the Kickstarter ends at 4.32. At that point, just stay up. Yes, just if you're just looking at the, the, the Kickstarter, just stay up. Uh, It's a Monday, so yeah. And go to school or go to work afterwards.
1: Unless you're Garfield, but you should be able to catch
2: it. <laughs> okay, so that's when it uh, ends. We're uh, At the time we are recording this, there were 121 people who backed this. Uh, over $3,700, uh, were, were pledged so far with 22 days to go. Let's say people, uh, who are listening to us right now, never heard of Dormy Velia, never played the game in, uh, 30 seconds or less. How would you convince them to check out the Kickstarter, check out the demo and to pledge?
1: What what are the options? Are you giving
2: me free options like You, you, you can say West whatever West of... you feel <laughs> like will will make people want to check this out.
0: Uh. <laughs> well, I can certainly say that if you want a, you know, a very straightforward and fun demo that is free to play right now that gives you a good experience of what we want to plan for the future with our platforming, our characters, our story, and our music uh, design, I would say to go to our Kickstarter to look over our, our available pledges, our pledge tiers, and to play the demo because again, it's free. What's wrong? You know what could go wrong being yeah. free? And just you know, give a... <laughs> 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 but it goes my train of thought. But that I also yeah, think that if you're thing. if you're really looking, if you're looking back for kind of like a return to form, uh, old style. Uh, uh, gameplay you know some reminiscent of old castlevania games where you know every every kind of action matters it's not about being given so much leniency you know like it's it's hard because it's simple mm-hmm. right it's it's hard because it's simple and if you want you know a, a somewhat of a challenge while also being able to experience a uh, an amazing job from a, you know from a team of 10 and to just you know to support a modern kickstarter we highly recommend that you go and check out our uh, mm-hmm. our page
1: You know, I would market it differently where I would say, if you want a solid game that delves into dreams and nightmares and just the entire concept of what happens to our subconsciousness and, uh, and how we react to those things. And, um, oh, sorry. You want a story with mystery that a mystery that you have to come to the conclusion yourself and you want to play a game with a gameplay very focused on what your character can do to interact with enemies and how that plays also into the great scheme of things, then definitely check us out and help us create a story that I've been meaning to to tell for like three years around, for around
2: three years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Both great pledges there, so I think people will... Definitely, be curious to check it out.
0: Um, I didn't want to go super into the story, <laughs> but uh, but yes, the story I mean, we that we have it. planned. Yeah, yeah, the story we have planned is is going to be great. I think I and,
2: think uh, the, the I, demo I've actually a st- does a good job in making you want to know more about the story, right? So there's, well, I think great. so. Yeah, great. but but if it didn't play well, if you didn't have the level of control over Quinn that you have it wouldn't m- matter right and
0: it's not fun why bother yeah exactly yeah.
2: so it definitely is all and about the you know, the gameplay as note, well
1: yeah on that note i just really want to thank our programmers cake uh, and faniel that have done an incredible job in refining and polishing and really 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 nailing extremely mm-hmm. well what we wanted with the movement and and the swinging uh, the lasso how it felt and so on and so forth it's,
0: and don't forget really, about the cutscenes too. Those Yeah, were, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: They, I, you know, I'm gonna sound <clears throat> very—I wouldn't say sentimental, but I really mean this. That you should all go check out the following tab uh, on the on the official Twitter page and check out all the people that are in there. That because without them, I legitimately wouldn't be here. Without these people, they've been mm-hmm. incredible. Including of course awesome,
0: which is here. Yes. Maybe. I'm really glad I could be a part of this team. Um, this is kinda of like my first major game project and working as a writer and concept mm-hmm. designer. Um, as well as like I mean like I wrote up the entire Kickstarter page. <laughs> and it's just it's been it's been a fun it's experience. I've been learning English. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, making sure that everything mm-hmm. sounds good and uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it any other way, like, oh, you know, I'm perfect and everything's great, but Being able to kind of tell the the story that's been given to me, kind of kind of break Mm -hmm. it down and give it life and dialogue. It's been it's been really fun. So
2: definitely. So as for stretch goals, you're currently asking for twenty five twenty five thousand dollars approximately as your as your main uh, first goal. Then you have for thirty thousand hard mode, thirty five thousand extra music as well, dialogue portraits at forty thousand. Forty-three dialogue port- portraits will be animated, and f- uh, for forty-five thousand boss rush,
0: right? And maybe some and other things. And we have things. a few more as well. Yes. Yes, we have a few more. We're not going to say anything mm-hmm. about that, but.
1: But they're very um, cool, and one of them in particular, I'm incredibly
0: excited about. Yes. Oh, we would really love to to go further with that. Um. Obviously, we have to get to our first yes. goal first. <laughs> Before we can okay, talk here's about Here's the
1: spoiler. Point. It's it's a Mario mode where you play as Mario with a gun. <laughs>
0: Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't tell Nintendo. We'll be immediately you play destroyed. As
2: Mario and you shoot Sonics out of your gun.
0: Wow. You're just like. Copyright of free. Course, of course, of course. <laughs> mm. a le- legally distinct yes. Mario. Uh, m- you
1: play as m- Mario and, and you shoot Sonics. Oh, that, yes. Snick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Our, our, our very our very own sage mascot, yes. Snick. Snick. <laughs>
2: okay, so so people Anyways. can check out the, the links in the show notes. They will have all the links there, the Kickstarter, the Twitter, the, the, the Discord as well. We have all of that there. And the demo as well. Yes. We'll, we'll link to that as well yes. for people to try it out. So, guys, we have one last question for you. I always ask this question. Sure. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this concept, so I will explain. Blast processing. This was a thing in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Sega claimed that uh-huh. the, the Mega Drive, or the Genesis actually, Sega of America claimed that the Genesis had blast processing. Which was not exactly mm-hmm. a real thing, but it was a marketing gimmick. But it's it, they claimed that it yeah. made the console more uh, powerful than the competition. So let's say you guys could add blast processing to anything <laughs> in the world. What would it be, and why?
1: Crash Bandicoot: The Rough of Cortex, <laughs> so it actually loads in in a reasonable time, <laughs> even though the game is still bad. But you know, you take what you can get, I guess. <laughs>
0: that's the new. That's the new can one. Can I add blast yes. processing? <laughs> can I add blast processing to my computer? Yes, you can. Am I, am I allowed yes. to do that?
2: It's not even cool. real, so you can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everything is blast yes, processing. Yes, yes. It makes
2: things more powerful.
1: We're blast processing right now. <laughs> yeah can
2: we, can, we, can we put it to our Kickstarter? That's the better answer, I think. God, I yes. wish. Dormy Kickstarter now the, yeah, with it, 100% more blast, blast. processing. <laughs> the, 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 we the, the, can it be financially
0: 100%. like yes. translated? Yes,
2: it's It's... Yeah.
1: We will now walk at 120 frames
2: per and second. We, we have we have people already pledged 100 thousand dollars for this project at this point with blast processing. So that's amazing. That's of course. amazing.
0: <laughs> so if you want blast processing, just give us all of your money. That's exactly. All we ask. <laughs> a very a very humble donation of all of your money. <laughs>
2: okay. So, Darconius and Awesome, thank you very much for taking your time and and coming on the show. It's been fun.
0: Thank you for being. And thank you so much for having us. Thank you for no, being like,
2: no awesome people no, was, who made a, cool. a great demo, and hopefully who will make a, a great game as well for everyone to to enjoy. And we're looking forward to yes. doing the same. And, and look,
0: and yeah, be
2: f- feel free to come back when when the game is close to being released to talk a little
0: bit more about that as well. We'd love to. Yeah. Great. We'll uh we'll shoot you a review copy of the game. Oh, that'd be awesome.
1: We you know. Speaking of that, we, we're speaking of that. We are aiming to. Try and finish the game on uh, quarter four of uh, 2022.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have yeah, that. We're yeah. al- we're also on the um, we're also on the first page of Kickstarter's games. Like we're on the first uh, PC game oh, section.
1: Really? Are we? Great.
0: Yeah, I had to look at incognito because we were on the first tab when I first checked it. But I thought that was because we were uh, uh because I was logged in. But we are on oh, yeah. in the PC game section before it even says discover more, Ooh, which is great.
2: Great. Great. Huh,
0: let me go have
2: How it. exciting. <laughs> awesome. Hopefully people will uh, check this out. Hopefully yeah, more people yeah, will yeah, notice. Yeah. yeah. Guys, thank you very much. And we'll see you around. All the best for the Kickstarter project. Thank you, you right. so much. At the time I'm recording this, Dormivelia still has a ways to go in reaching its goal on Kickstarter. You can find a link to the project and to the playable demo in the show notes. Try it out and see for yourself why so many Sage attendees are singing its praises. If you enjoy it and you can afford it, please consider supporting the project by pledging. As always, let me give a big thank you to you, who listen to the show every week by either downloading or streaming it. If you're new here and you like this episode, feel free to subscribe. You can do it on the podcast service you're using right now or go to thesegalounge.com and click the subscribe button on the top right of the homepage. And that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back next week and as we approach International Podcast Day, maybe we'll be learning more about other cool podcasts from around the community. Until then, stay safe, and enjoy some Sega games. Bye bye The Sega Lounge. Hosted by me, KC, and part of Radio Sega's network of live shows and podcasts. Theme song and incidental music by OSC. Find them at opussciencecollective.bandcamp.com Got any suggestions? Drop me an email to podcast at Follow us on Twitter at TheSegaLounge and like us at Facebook.com slash TheSegaLounge. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to TheSegaLounge.com and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded.